like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against Him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Black People in the Bible. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. You got ignorant people in every generation. But when you talk about people as a whole, we weren't that, that was not us. Not only do we have this black man coming all the way out of Ethiopia, he's the treasurer of Queen Candace. And a copy of Isaiah in those days, someone calculated, would cost about a million dollars. And here he is reading one, but having no understanding. See, black people, for the most part, historically, have always sought the Lord. Because they knew that's the only place that I can get some help. And guess what? It's still the only place. That you can get some help. Still here? Now notice this. So this man went to the temple seeking the things of the Lord. Even Jesus. I'm going to read that to you in just a moment. Verse 27. And he arose and went. And behold a man of Ethiopia. This is Philip going to this man of Ethiopia. And eunuch. In other words he had been castrated. But he had great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure. And had come to Jerusalem, what? To worship. Was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran there to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah. And said, understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, how can I except some man should guide me? Now Philip heard him reading Hebrew. And Philip said, do you know what you're reading? He said, how can I except some man guide me? That's a rebuke to this generation. All the smart folks stay at home now. They don't need no pastor. They don't need no church. They self-taught. You can't hear without a preacher. Verse 31, he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? And he besought Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scriptures which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, talking about Jesus, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip. 
and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this? Of himself or of some other man? Tell your neighbor, he's seeking God's word with understanding. Verse 35, then Philip opened his mouth. That's why we need to be at Sunday school and every place else we can be taught God's word in this church. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, if thou believest with all thine heart, Thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Excuse me. He said, I believe that Muhammad is God. Uh, excuse me. He said, I believe that Buddha is God. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's the testimony that every believer must have. That's how they overcame the devil, by the word of their testimony and by the blood of the lamb. You still here? Verse 37. And Philip said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they both went down into the water, water baptism. Not flipping water in somebody's forehead. Emerging. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they both went down into the water. Both Philip and the eunuch. And he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water. The spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. That the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way what? Rejoicing. God will get the word to you. If you got the ears to hear and you really want it. I wish Cornelius of the Italian band was here. He'd tell you, God will send a messenger. Y'all want to hear this? Well, act like it. Verse 40. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Now, this black man historically is, is, is said of him that he went on back down into North Africa, back down into Ethiopia, and had a building built there, and Christians, and began to win souls for Jesus Christ. And I'm told that that building is still there. So God used this man along the Gaza Strip and used Philip, a Jew, out of Shem, to come and preach the gospel or give an understanding to this black man out of ham. And then the man followed Christ in water baptism. No cell phone. No iPad. He just had a desire to know the Lord. And all of us in here ought to have a heartfelt desire to know the Lord better so we can serve him better. In this present generation our calling to fulfill let us engage all of our powers to do our master's will. God is good, everybody. Amen. Now, Jesus had something to say about this black woman that came to see Solomon. Now, if this didn't exist, 
Jesus never would have said it. Because he didn't say I'm about the truth. He said I am the truth. Matthew chapter 12. Black people in the Bible. Matthew chapter 12. Some of these churches send people all to Ethiopia. They take pictures with kids they don't even know. And they put it all out there like this is what I do. And won't even go across town to save a Negro. Well, you just got to pray for me. That's the best you can do. Leave me alone. Pray for me. <laughs> God gave me this assignment because he knew that I would handle his business. Now, let me see here. I said the 12th, okay? Matthew twelve forty-two. Black people in the Bible. Listen to this. The queen of the south, this is Jesus talking. The queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it for she came from the farthest parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. This was the queen of Sheba that came and, and when we were in D.C. and we had gone as a church family to that museum up there, when we were on the way to the airport, someone called for an Uber driver. The Uber driver was from Ethiopia and began to talk about how long a journey it took for this woman to come all the way from, from Sheba to Jerusalem to see Solomon. He said it took approximately one year for her coming. And when she came, she brought all kinds of gifts to King Solomon, who also said, I am black. Song of Solomon chapter 1 verse 5. Solomon was black. But I've heard some of my white brothers talk about, well, you know, that means he was kind of, you know, this and that. No, that means what he said. <laughs> Jesus is awesome. On the way to Calvary to die for our sins, it was a black man there by the name of Simon of Serene. Serene is in Africa. So when they were bringing Jesus out to lead him away to be crucified, they laid hands on and laid hold on one Simon of Cyrene. He's the one that carried Jesus' cross all the way to Calvary. When Moses got married, he married Zipporah or Zipporah if you're from the Cooper Road. It means little bird. She was a little feisty woman. Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, counseled Moses, 
told him a few things. Miriam and Aaron decided to get into the preacher's business. How many of y'all know that's a dangerous place to run into? You may run out with leprosy. Leave the preacher alone. God got him. Jethro was the priest of On. So Moses married a priest's daughter. Aaron and Miriam spoke against Moses having this interracial marriage. And the Lord turned her white, put a curse on her. No, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't hear that. So if being black is a curse, then what is it being turned white? Answer me. <laughs> We've been lied to. They're rewriting history. Right over next door in Texas. The intercontinental trade, slavery trade, was vicious. The curse and the backlash of what was done to us as a people is being seen across this country. It's called human trafficking. Now it's the sons and daughters of folk that don't look like us that can't find their children. What goes around, it comes around. Now let me, I'm a long way from being through but let me just cut across the chase and do this. What about Jesus? How does he look? That's a fair question. Because he's, he's yet alive. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. So what is his physical feature? What is most pronounced about our risen Lord Jesus Christ. Because the way he looks right now is not the way he looked when he left. He's glorified now. And he is seated at the right hand of the Father in the upper world. The life and story of Jesus Christ and how he exists today and what form he is. He is a man in the glory without any blood in his body whatsoever. But he has the stigmata of the nail prints in his hands, in his feet. And the scar in his side. And no doubt there's a scar around his head because of the crown of thorns. In Revelation chapter 1. In verse 11. What are Jesus' physical appearances? God wanted us to know it, so he put it in the Bible. Genesis, I'm sorry, Revelation, chapter, what I say? 
Baby, what I say? Okay, flashback. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Revelation chapter 1. Starting at verse 9. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He was banished to that island because he was a preacher. Verse 10. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamum, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. Being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks and in the midst of the seven lampstands one like the son of man clothed with a garment down to the foot and girded about the breast with a golden girdle his head and his hair were white like wool as white as snow and his eyes were like a flame of fire and his feet like fine bronze a very dog man, like bronze. Okay? In verse 15, and his feet were like bronze, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice like the sound of many waters. And he had on his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shining in his strength. My goodness, glorified. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And skip that rock star over there and have the keys of hell and of death. You know, the rock star saying no hell. Jesus said, I got the keys. But I want you to see something right here. His hair, verse 14, his head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow. That's the ancient of days. Now, listen, wool hair is not slick, straight hair. You ain't never seen no sheep with no straight hair unless he ran through one of these bad barbershops. Bad barbershop. Uh-huh. Jesus has a woolly head of hair. Jesus' appearance as though he's a black man or a man of color. Not the white boy, rosy cheek, brown, long hair. It's not him. He has an afro. I'm serious. He has a head 
that look like wool, as white as wool. But now, this is not just the first time that he appears in the scriptures like this. As a matter of fact, before Mary had a little lamb, he was seen and perceived by Daniel the prophet. So in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Huh? So let's go back. Can we go back and see what Daniel saw? Way before Bethlehem. Because the Jesus we worship now and the Jesus that we serve now is a dark complexion man with white woolly hair. Woolly woolly. You still here? Go to Daniel chapter 7. It's a shame the way we've been treated. Lied to. Everything around us is white. I don't have a problem with people prospering. But don't take the Bible and start lying. Jesus is not a white man. No white person ever came out of Judah. Now let that be noted. Daniel chapter 7, are you there? All right. Key in on verse 9. I beheld till the thrones were placed, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame and his wheels as burning fire. Now here, Daniel sees a glimpse of Jesus after resurrection, after ascension. That's why the book of Daniel is called an apocalyptic book because not only does it point out the evils that have come upon the whole world in the last days. But he saw the ancient of days sitting there. And he was dressed in white. And his hair was like wool. Hmm? Yeah. That's Jesus. He is an ancient of days. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Daniel chapter 10, verse 6. Daniel chapter 10, verse 6. Starting at verse 5, he says, Then I lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with fine gold of Uphaz. His body was also like the barrel, and his face like the appearance of lightning, and his eyes like lamps of fire, and his arms and his feet in color. Ain't that in your Bible? In color like a polished bronze. And the voice of his words were like the voice of a multitude. That's who Daniel saw. His voice 
barrel color? The white man has done all this to put everybody in subjection to him. That's what has happened. So if we're going to do the Bible, let's do the Bible right. Let's quit curtailing it to, to make it fit into somebody's mindset to keep people in bondage. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a Jew. I want to close like this. John's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 30. Anybody getting anything out of this? Tell your neighbor, God don't make no junk. See, we were brought over here and mistreated and still being mistreated. And some of us are mistreating some of us. But you know, being a child of God wrapped in this kind of skin, black skin like this, baby, if we obey God in our finances, can't nobody hold us down. That's what we're going to have to do to get through here and to get our children through here and our grandchildren through here. Because the system is anti-us. Today's message, Black People in the Bible, FC2732, FC2732, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. 
come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.